Hey everybody, welcome to 48 Minutes, another awesome week, NBA draft and trade and free agency and Cavs sucktastic talk. Uh, Tim Daniel here. We are without Alex Derrickson this week because he, according to a text message earlier, might be having a baby within the next 48 hours. So Alex, if you get to hear this, dude, we're so excited. We can't wait. Cannot wait one bit, but never fear because Sean Mackey is here. Here I am. You are here. I've been here like five straight weeks, which is weird. I know. We actually had like a good run there where the three of us were together. I know, I know. It was it was it was it was doomed. I know. <laughs> we but, were doomed you know, from the start. It's for all the right reasons, man. <laughs> yes. You know, yes. for sure. So uh, let's let's you know what's going on today's show. We're gonna talk about how bad the Cavs are because we do that every week now. So uh, much Cavs garbage to go over. Yeah. So much of it. A lot we're, to unpack with Ke- in, 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 in the land this week. We're going to talk about how good the Lakers have been, because they've been super good of late. Um, and we're obviously going to talk about trade talks, and once again, another terrible injury to LeBron's all-star team. I don't know what it is, but LeBron maybe should not be a GM, because he can pick talent according in the all-star game, but he cannot pick health. So, Sean, with that being said, let's go ahead and start from the get-go. Um, the big trade from last... Uh, so, this is... Let's catch up on the trade since Blake Griffin. The biggest trade has to obviously be our beloved Chicago Bulls moving forward Nikola Mirotic to the Nolens Pelicans. At first, wasn't going to happen. It was like the deal was on the table, and something fell through, so it didn't happen. And then there comes around Nikola's Nico's getting sat during the Portland game, and then next day he's gone. The Bulls in return get Omer Sheik, Jameer Nelson. Tony Allen, who was later released, I can't believe he's not on the Cavs actually now. Um, a trade exception and the a Pelicans 2018 first round pick, though, does have some protections. So, man, we knew that Nico was probably going to get moved as soon as they picked up his option uh, during the summer. Then the Bobby Portis thing happens. Obviously, he comes back and he is on fire and he's having a great year. But he's now gone. They um they've moved on from him. He moves his no trade clause to go to New Orleans and play with with Anthony Davis while they have New Orleans is trying to figure out how to replace the production of Boogie, which we know is pretty much impossible. So where are you on this? I think it was a good move for the Bulls. I know Jameer Nelson and Omer Sheik aren't going to play big roles uh, per se, but it's good to have, with a team that's rebuilding like this to get veteran players. So and also for the Bulls to not for once mess up a trade that has a draft pick in it. Yeah, it's odd, isn't it? <laughs> really weird. Yeah. Um uh I think I think the trade worked well for for both teams. I mean, uh you know, obviously New Orleans was a little bit on the fence about guaranteeing that last uh 12 million dollars on uh Miritich's contract, but they went ahead and took the bullet and I, actually I with this production he's he's put up this year, I think they got him I mean, they got him for a steal for another season. I agree. And uh, he's he's been downright underrated, and he's he's come out and he's played hard, and I think he'll really complement that team nicely. I mean, I'm assuming they're probably going to be putting uh, uh, Anthony Davis at the at the five. Is that what they're doing with him right now? I, I haven't watched a lot because I know a lot of people are talking about Nico playing the four, and I'm like, he hasn't played the four since his rookie year, really much. Yeah, yeah, uh, but you know he. He can get some boards. He can get some threes, and it's it's about spreading the floor right now. And he's, he's right. Up. He's he's absolutely fantastic with that in that regard. And uh, so, anyways, the Bulls did get a draft pick. Uh, and uh, do we know what the protections are? I, I remember reading about them, but I I'm 
I've had it, a hard time kind of looking them up. Yeah, it doesn't say on NBA.com. It's like, uh, I, was it like top, is it like top five protected, I think? Yeah, it's something like where we're not going to have to worry about it, where the Bulls are more than likely yeah. going to have two draft picks. Yeah, I Because mean, New Orleans isn't going to fall that far. No, I don't, I, hopefully not, but that that's something that would happen to Chicago. Um, Omar Ashik, they got him back in the deal. He's a serviceable backup center, um, but it looks like they're also trying to move Robin Lopez right now, which is something that uh, could possibly happen uh, by the time you guys hear this episode. Um, and Omar Ashik could be the starting center for the Chicago Bulls. That's disgusting. It's so disgusting. It's, yeah. it's repulsive. But it's okay, because you know what? They had a uh, they had a fun run. Uh, we knew it was going to come to an end uh, between November and December. They played their asses off, and I think they grew a lot as a team. Um, I think they have some good talent on that team, and I think uh, the young pieces they have... Uh, need to start to gel, especially Markinen and uh, Zach Levine. And the Bulls have not been good since La- Zach Levine came back. So his first game was was fine, but besides, the, I mean, he's he's been putting up decent numbers, obviously. But uh, besides his first and second game, like they just, I don't know, it just hasn't really been gelling for him. So this was a great trade. Uh, I'd say I'd give it a, a B plus. I'll take a B plus. So you talk about the Bulls. Yes, they're going to try to move Rolo, which is the right move, especially if they can get another draft pick. Um, I'm all for the Bulls just stocking draft picks right now. Like that's oh, that's totally. cool with me. Yeah, I'm down for that. Um, and then also they're talking about moving backup point guard, who has been the starter while Chris Dunn's been out. Jaron Grant, who you know is my guy. I love that dude just because you know I watched him a lot at Notre Dame as as a guy who used to cover Notre Dame basketball. Um, there, I think you know he's had a good year. Uh, he's not a very great. He's not a great NBA player by any means, but he has definitely been what we call serviceable, as you describe him, Marishik. Um, You know, he's been pre- he's played pretty well in this run while Chris Dunn's out. His stat line looks pretty good. Um, he does have a tendency to dribble the ball for a little while, but if the Bulls are going to put him in the market, a team like Milwaukee, who just lost Matthew Vadova, might be a good option. Um, a team like, let's see, gosh, there's I mean, there's a lot to take a use a guy like him. A team like Miami to have go back up. Goran Dragic, who's now in the All-Star game. Um, he's a guy that could really fit a few teams as far as like, what his what his what his game what his game really is. Hell, a guy that could go to Portland and back up Damian Lillard. I like I like Miami. I think that was that was good, Tim. That's that's where he needs to go. <laughs> that's like my one. Like if it's like is he a free agent? Is he tradable? Miami. Miami. I think I think Miami would be a fantastic. And I mean, come on. If you're Jerry and Grant, wouldn't you want to go to Miami this time of year? It's so cold. I would just push it myself. I'm like, I'm demanding a trade to Miami. <laughs> that and you know that you're probably at worst going to be the five seed in the East. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go to a good team and, you know, sit on South Beach. It's, uh, you know, it's a win-win. Yeah, because I think we're now past the point where OKC is going to, like, everyone t- kept saying OKC is going to move um, Paul George. I think we're way past that because they've been on fire, and they just beat the Warriors pretty bad last night, where him and Russ put up both put up 30-plus. So I don't think we're going to have to worry about that. Ooh, OKC could be good. Jaron Grant's got to be better than Raymond Felton right now, right? Like, he's better than him? Eh, Raymond Felton's he has more experience. I mean, if we're going into the playoffs, I, I would rather have a vet. Uh, guide me in a little bit. You mean after Jerry and Grant's amazing performance last year in the playoffs against the Celtics? Yes. And then there's talks that the Blazers are actually, I just, I'm reading this now, are trying to get Justin Holiday. So, man, this could be a crazy trade deadline day for the Bulls. 
I, I don't want them to get rid of him. I think they have him on a good contract, and they need someone to, to make shots. I don't, I don't go, either. I don't think they should go straight into the barrel. I mean, they, they like I said, they were winning some games, and they were very fun for about two months this year, um, which was two months longer than I thought I was going to get out of them. I was but really enjoying it, so. If they could get Mo Harkless out of that deal, I would do it. Mo for Justin? Oh, I would do it. Would you do it? Okay. I mean, I would need a draft pick with it. Okay. Right. You know, if they get like a get like another draft pick to go with it, I'd be down for that. Maybe um, a little second round, perhaps. Yeah, something like that. And then I know talk about guys that are like on the market. Did you see that right now? Boston, Denver, and Philly are the favorites for Tyreek Evans. Oh, I like that. I like that. I I mean, I who does Boston give up in that? Um, there's talks of. Ah, there's talks that Boston is going to trying to move Marcus Smart, so I think they're Did really they, going. With, and they and they re-signed him, correct? Yeah, so they're really. I think they're really going to go game with Terry Rozier backing up Kyrie Irving, which he's earned that. He's been really good for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I like Marcus Smart though. I don't know. Um, Reek over in in Boston. I like it. I mean, I I like what Boston's doing. We also need to talk a little bit about they got, they just got Greg Monroe for five million dollars. Which they I think did, was, yeah. That was that was hands down. If we're going to have any sort of buyout market for the season, even later on, he would have been the best player from that. So um, they got him for a steal, and I am so happy he didn't go to New Orleans. Like that was kind of rumored. I I think that was the right move on his part and the Celtics' part to nab him up. I agree. Um, I still think right now he might be better than Tristan Thompson, but. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you, you can't expect I, nobody wants to go to that team. I right? know. So, Isn't that so. weird to think? Uh, no, no. I mean, Joakim Noah didn't want to go there. Well, <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't want Joakim Noah on my basketball team if I were a Cavs fan, a Bulls fan, um, uh, <laughs> and was, any was, fan of basketball. What's that team in Lithuania the Ball Brothers play for? I don't want him on that team either. Um, yeah. Yeah, the Wizards. They have to. They have to be getting to a point where they're going to be waving him and using like a stress provision, right? Yeah, I would think so. It looks like Orlando's finally talking about blowing it up. About damn time. Uh, they're talking about moving Alfred Payton and Aaron Gordon and potentially even a package deal. Love it. Ah, uh, man, it's time. Yeah, it is. I mean, they didn't. I mean, I, I think I like both players on that I did too. I like both of them. I think they're both you know really decent, especially. If this were any other year, I would love to see Aaron Gordon traded to the Cavs. I know, cause that because that was what, that was the talk. They're like, if the Cavs would give with the Brooklyn pick for Aaron Gordon. Yeah, I mean, and and if they and if they did, I mean, it wouldn't. I I don't mind them giving that up for them just because he's so freaking young still. And you know, I guess they would be getting his bird rights as well, so they could resign right. him because he's at the end of his deal this this season. Uh, Alfred Payton. Uh, also, I, I think Alfred Payton would be a great backup point guard on the team. I mean, he's he has the tools to be really good. He's never really quite developed the way that everyone's wanted him to. Um, and, uh, you know, he was, was his name, Rob Hiddingen? The guy who yeah. was running the match. Yeah, good, good old Rob Henny. That guy was like a year older than me. I, I can't imagine myself at, at age 34 uh, uh, running an NBA team. A guy running it at age 35 is just absurd. Well, so, you know, you have figured out all the ways to break 2K with trades, so. 
That I have, that I have, but I'm I'm a cheat in that manner, <laughs> so that's fine. Um, so who else we got? Lou Williams signed a deal with the Clippers, signed an extension, signed an extension. Everybody thought he was going to get traded. Probably even Lou Williams thought he was going to get traded, but instead he got paid. Yeah, he did. Which it's a, it's a I, good move for him because you know, I mean, he's not going to play out that whole deal in Los Angeles. He knows no. that. No, he'll probably get traded. Probably. Right after the season's over. <laughs> Tibbs so. will be like, I need Lou. Get me Lou. Yeah, I just, I think, God, that'd be awesome. God. <laughs> oh. Him and Jamal Crawford on the same team, just getting buckets off the bench. Yes, yes. But let's talk about the other the other uh, remaining uh, Lob City member. The final Deand- remaining? The final remaining. DeAndre Jordan. Okay, Cavs are not getting him. I wouldn't count it out yet, but I would lean towards it's not happening. I agree. It, I I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go on a nine to one shot that it's not happening at this point. That's that's my odds on him going there. I don't know where he goes though. Tim Miami. <laughs> no, he can't go to Miami. I know. I well, know. No, he can't. No, because they're, they're playing well. They don't. They don't want to give up white. Yeah, you don't want to give up white side. No, and he's he's still playing well. Um, right, and the Rockets don't want to make that deal yet, obviously. But he, I know he's talked about going to Houston and playing with those guys. No, I I don't see Houston uh, taking on any more salary right now. If this, uh, <laughs> if they want to clear some space for the King, if the Wizards could possibly put a deal together. Oh God, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, but we got. But we got. How long's Wall out for? Uh, a few more weeks, which he's, like, talking shit about Gortat right now, so he probably wants DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I, do you, do you trade, uh, who's the small forward on that team? Uh, are you talking Porter? about Otto Porter or Kelly Oubre? Otto Porter, we'll talk about him. I mean, he's on a pretty big contract right now, right? Yeah, and he is not, well, they had to, because Brooklyn offered him a huge deal, and they matched Brooklyn's offer. They matched it, so... Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's not playing bad this year for them by any stretch, but you know, I I don't know. Uh I don't I don't know what team needs a defensive-minded center right now besides Cleveland, and Cleveland just does not have anything. I mean, they could trade Isaiah Thomas for him and <laughs> and Tristan Thomas. Well, there's still that deal on the table right now that uh, apparently the deal that's on the table right now between Charlotte and Cleveland, this is obviously, this is from Bleacher Report, so I don't know if I okay. believe it or not, is Kemba and Batum for Isaiah, J.R., Shump, and Tristan Thompson. Is this uh, Cavs, uh, is this all Cavs related? Are they the ones putting this together? <laughs> Probably. This is Cavstagram. Okay, because I don't, I, I just, I don't see... I don't see Charlotte coming to the Cavs saying, yeah, let's do this. This would be a good idea. That's, yeah, I don't think Michael Jordan wants Isaiah Thomas. Tim, that's an Instagram trade. <laughs> Did you read that? Are you sure you didn't read that on Instagram? No, man. That was on the B, that was on the BR this morning. The BR? Okay. Yeah. Well, I, Where I also I, read that LeBron cussed out some executives, so, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll get, we'll we'll get, get there. The, yes. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, um... So we don't really know where DeAndre Jordan's going. Uh, you know, could you see him possibly going someplace uh, like the Knicks? Um, if they were in the running, it would make a ton of sense because I think him and Porzingis would sell so many tickets. 
and mean, that, that's all they, the, they, that's they, all they, they care about. That's all Dolan tra- cares about. They'd have to trade Cantor, obviously, for him. Yeah, um, and some other players. Um, but Which they just know, moved Willie Hernan Gomez today. Yeah, I wonder if that deal was like. I don't know. <laughs> it seems like kind of a weird timing to do yeah. that, you know? Especially when you just lose your best player. Like, wait, can we rescind it? Ah, uh, oh, never mind. Well, shit. We'll just tank. Yeah. So, okay, so we, we have no idea where DeAndre is going. I'm just, I'm excited to see. He's, he's going to get traded tomorrow. It's yeah, gonna he happen. is. He's going to get traded. Um, so, so that'll happen. Uh, who else we have? So, uh... We talked about, um... Gosh, man, there's a couple guys. A- Avery Bradley. Let's talk about him. Yeah, I saw that the Clippers are looking at moving him to OKC. Yes, or the the Pistons. Yeah, no, no, the, the, the Pistons traded him in the Clippers deal. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. So, oh, I totally just thought of where DeAndre could go. Where Milwaukee? Yes, he could go to Milwaukee. Very good. You know. Very... Milwaukee would probably have to give up because Cleveland, if they got if they got it, would be Tristan Thompson, Seti Osmond, the Brooklyn pick. Yeah, yeah. Milwaukee's probably the De- Vadova and probably John Henson. Yeah, you you trade John Henson for him. No, yeah, that's I, I like that, and and that that shores up their front line. They got Bledsoe this year. They got rid of Jason Kidd. Uh, I like how proactive that team has been. Yeah, about doing things. They've uh, they've done a really good job this year. Now, I mean, the team's obviously in the playoff race, which is great. Uh, I mean, they're going to have to make some more moves, but uh, I like what they're doing. Okay, so yeah, Avery Bradley is a Clipper. And, <laughs> I told uh, you. I know, I know. I just I I forgot about it. Uh, so yeah, let's just say yeah. OKC. I, I dig mean, it. Yeah, I mean that that solves a lot of problems, especially a guy who who who's performed very well in the playoffs against the Warriors in particular. So, or not the Warriors. I was going to say, you know, win. So, not the Warriors, but you know, just in, in the season he's he's performed well against them in games. So, yeah. not actually in the playoffs, but he's also played well in the playoffs too. He's one of those guys who kind of comes alive during that. So, yeah, he, he does. He, and he was in a bad situation over in Detroit and he's in a terrible situation now. And uh I don't know what you give up for him, but uh if you can do anything to get him, I I say that OKC's going to make a move tomorrow. They are so close to being really good right now. They are clicking on all cylinders right now. They are. That, the win over the Warriors last night. So I, I'm hoping to see them get another player, someone like Avery Bradley. And this is, I mean, and he's an upgrade over Roberson anyway. Offensively, yes. I, I even think defensively. I do not. Roberson, you don't think so? Roberson was a defensive player of the year candidate before he got hurt this year. But, but so was Avery Bradley the not, last couple of years. No, he's not better than Roberson defensively. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter though. They need they need offense, man. That's the name of the game. He's still serviceable defensively. Sure, yeah, I still. He's think... not as, but you need somebody. He doesn't do anything else. That's the thing. Roberson just he's like Tabo Cephalosha. All he does is play defense. There's just there's no you know they need someone else. And when you're but... playing these teams in the West, you're gonna need someone who's gonna be able to score. You have to have someone. Yeah, and that's why I think Jonathan Simmons will be absolutely perfect for the Thunder. He would, but. 
I don't see that happening either. You don't think the Magic could go Jonathan Simmons if they're gonna if they're gonna give up Peyton and Gordon? You don't think they'll go Jonathan Simmons? No, because they they gotta have someone to score some points and be a fantasy god. <laughs> so so I mean they gotta keep something there, Tim. That's where Tim's favorite stack comes into play. Usage yes. rate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so Avery Bradley, we we both agree best play still probably OKC. Though, yeah, right? for sure. Okay. Okay. So. So, or Minnesota, just because, you know, him and Butler play defense on the same team would be nuts. Yeah, yeah. And the Knicks have interest in Alfred Payton, so that's uh, that'll be interesting to see if he... I actually like him going to the Knicks. Me too, because him uh, and Frankie Nicotine can just put buckets together. Yeah, I think that would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. Um, George Hill. Un- George Hill. Yeah, George... You know what? Nobody wants George Hill's contract, though. I know, because... The Cavs, I mean, I know the Cavs said they would do the deal, but if LeBron leaves, are they going to pay 19 mil for him next year? I doubt no. it. Uh, no, but I mean, it's only part of it's guaranteed. They only have to pay like five or six million, I think, of it guaranteed, and then they'd have to, the rest of it would be waived off. But regardless, no. And I think, let's just, let's just jump into this, Tim. Let's just jump into this. Okay. We <laughs> the just mess keep, that is. We, we keep, we keep like going in this maze and we keep coming right back to the same center of attention which is the Cavs. Like, everything is leading back to the Cavs. It's like Ghostbusters 2, the <laughs> River of Slime. It leads to the to the Museum of Art, you know, to Vigo the Carpathians. So yes. it's, it's, it's kind of what the Cavs are like right now. They're like that museum. And, <laughs> and, 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 you know, things just aren't going very well at the museum right now. No. There's a river of slime brewing underneath of it. That is the whole city of Cleveland right now. Oh, well, they got the Indians still, so they'll be fine there. True, true. They do still have the Indians. They're still going to be but, good. But they're, but they're getting rid of their iconic logo, which upsets me. Me too. But it's, that's it's, that's uh, a time know, and a place I, for sure. I know, I know, but it's I, I feel like it's almost too iconic, but we'll get to that another day. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so, the Cavs. So. So much has, go- so much has gone on since our last show. Yeah, hasn't it? That so, was just a week so, ago. <laughs> so much so much information has leaked out. So many things that we now know that we didn't know last week when we were talking shit about this team. Tim. Yes. What's going on with the Cavs? Um, they're a mess, man. I mean, they are the mess. I mean, I keep making this point when I talk to people about the Cavs. Imagine if they didn't have that 13-game win streak in November. Oh, and they looked wonderful then. They like they were. They I, I thought I was like, man, they're gonna win the title. Like that, those thirteen games, I was like, they're oh. unbelievable. Yes, yes. They, they had that stretch where they won, won, won like what, nineteen of twenty two. Yep. And I was like, okay, this is clicking. This makes sense. The Cavs are on a roll. And then reality hit after that Warriors Christmas Day game. Um, I never thought I'd see the day. And Alex made this point when we were texting the other day, and it's so true that. The Cavaliers be front office being Dan Gilbert and new general manager Kobe Altman have 150,000% taken just taken for granted that they have the best player in the world in their team. And they think cuz they have the best player in the world in their team, he alone will get them to the finals regardless of what their role players do. And that is not the case anymore, especially with Kevin Love being hurt. Um you know, I'm we all know how I feel about LeBron. He's my favorite player. And everything he's, I, I love everything he's done in basketball, and just all the accomplishments and all the great things he's done. The hit, every you know, the titles, the MVPs, winning one in Cleveland, obviously. 
Um, I, I'll never say bad things about him. So, but with that being said, you know, the report comes out that Kobe Altman and Dan Gilbert don't even talk to their star player being the best player in the world about this Kyrie Irving trade in which LeBron was very open and said, don't move him, bring in the training camp. We'll see what happens from there. Because, there's, you know, Kyrie was going to sit. LeBron was saying, okay, let's have him sit. No, they gave in and made a trade. But they didn't get Eric Bledsoe like they like they wanted to. They didn't get Paul George. And so this is where things started getting bad. Other reports are saying now that Dan Gilbert, not Kobe Altman, not Tyron Liu, is running the show. He's in charge of basketball operations. That sucks because that's not good ever. He hasn't. I mean, the Cavs haven't made a good, successful trade since they traded to get the pick that became Kyrie Irving. And, well, I shouldn't say that because J.R. Smith really has been good for them. He just hasn't been great. And Channing Frye's been solid for them. But everything is falling apart at the seams now. And this started before the Kyrie trade demand, man. This started when David Griffin got fired. Well, they didn't renew his contract. And you knew then something wasn't right. And now it's like that 13-game stretch that we just talked about where they were winning. You thought, okay, everything's going to be fine. It feels like that was just a protection because now Isaiah Thomas, atrocious. Derrick Rose is some nights really good, but most of the time, not good at all. Uh, J.R. Smith has had a good stretch these past couple games, but for the most part this year, he's been bad. Dwayne Wade's played well. He's played really well in his role. Jeff Green's been good in his role. But other than LeBron... Love, Wade, Green, and Jose Calderon in that stretch when he was starting, they've got nothing to show for any success that they've had. Now, they are are a complete uh, heaping trash fire right now. Uh, I I can't... I can't... I've never, never seen a team with the best player in this bad of a situation right now. Seriously. I don't... I mean, Kobe demanding to be traded that one year. Okay. I mean, Kobe was still great, though. And not to say LeBron's not playing great. I mean, he's he's still LeBron, but... I just feel like everyone has given up. Everyone has given up. Gilbert has given up on the team. LeBron has given up on Gilberts, and it's it's funny. I've been I've been cir- circling around today on on several um, Cleveland Cavaliers news sites, and it's funny because like every one of them is kind of like slightly softening the stories. Like ESPN has said, you know, LeBron James and Dan Gilbert have no relationship, whereas Fear the Sword puts LeBron James and Dan Gilbert's relationship is nearly fractured. (laughs) It's gone. They don't even talk. They probably, they may not have even spoken probably in a year. Because, you know, it, what is it? Since the Kyrie trade, at least. Since the Kyrie trade, at least. So we're we're looking, we're looking since the offseason. And basically, LeBron is just playing as a shell of a man who is locked in a contract right now, trying to make the best of a terrible, terrible, terrible situation. And, and but part of this, though, we, we've got... LeBron ended up getting all of his... He's very loyal to his teammates and guys that um, he shares, you know, the same agent with. So 
you know, Tristan Thompson, he got him that huge contract. J.R. Smith, there was a little bit of a, uh, kind of a back and forth with that. Got him a really good contract. Um, he convinced Kevin Love to re-sign with the Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, for a large contract. He got paid. Great. Which was the right deal, obviously. Um, but now we've got a bunch of almost, I wouldn't say completely unmovable contracts, but contracts for players that have probably all seen better days. Can it, can that be, can we agree on that? That's fair. Um, you know, cause I think, I think Channing Fry's played well in the absence of, uh, Kevin Love. Yeah. But he's been fine. Yeah. But you know, is a team going to want to trade for him? You know no, what I mean? no, so. no, I mean, no, and, and it's, you know, and that's that's the benefit of playing with LeBron, too. I mean, he makes your team better. He makes the whole team better. So, you know, it's like you put Shannon Fry on some other team, he might not be that great. You know what I mean? You just yeah, never, sure. you never know. And on top of that, you know, he's he likes it in Cleveland. But I just, uh, I just don't, I just don't know. And then we've got Isaiah Thomas, who's pretty much become the mouthpiece of the team, who just trashes the team every night. You know, and pretty much, you know, he's going on record saying, oh, you know, back in, you know, Boston, you know, I, you know, we played defense every night. We were, you know, tapping balls away and, and, and getting steals and getting rebounds and everything. And he's like deflecting all of the blame right now. It and- has the feel of that whole time thing last year. Do you remember between like uh, Wade, Butler and Rondo when they were? Yes. It, it feels like that. And, and I'm going to get to, I'm going to get to Wade after this. But, but but that you know we have you have this player that gets that gets traded to the the Cleveland Cavaliers in a trade that it, it's now completely evident was totally lopsided towards Boston at this point um, they did the right thing they they got a star in its prime for a draft pick they got exactly what they wanted so good for you Danny Age but um, Isaiah's not the same player. No. At all, at all, and he—I he, don't think he ever will be. He—he he became. We're talking about a player last year, a Boston folk hero, as everyone is calling him, uh, who just did really cr- for a, a guy who's five foot seven, five foot eight, uh, who would jump in the air, do some really athletic things, and still get the ball to the hoop. Who could you know really jump? And he can't jump anymore. No. He's his his the hang time's gone. Everything is gone. He's missing wide open layups. He is not the same player that we knew before. And you know, this is a guy. I I don't see Cleveland bringing him back next season. I don't either. I think that um, you know, because like I said, I don't, I'm on I'm hundred I'm leaning about ninety percent towards the LeBron leaves. Obviously, like you are. But yeah. there's still there is this part of me that thinks he might sign a one or two year deal like he normally does, just to say like, or even a one a one in one deal, just be like, okay, you got a, you got an off season to prove it to me that you guys want to do this, because um, that's what he does. But it sounds really enticing to play with James Harden and Chris Paul too. I'm sure. Um, well, yeah, and I mean they have a GM who actually you know right is active, you know, with the other players and actually, you know, goes and recruits. And, you know, I just, I, the thing is, I just don't see him re-signing with Dan Gilbert unless Dan Gilbert comes out of his office this week and has a sit down with him. I just don't see it happening. I mean, they need to sit down and repair whatever, you know, 
And I don't I don't think any of the wounds healed at all. I agree. From from the point this was this was purely Le, this was a business thing for LeBron. It was it was it was a good career move for him to come back to Cleveland. And he had to come back, and he had to deal with Dan Gilbert. Obviously, it's a good career move for the Cleveland Cavaliers to sign the best player in the world again, the team he first started on. It was a win-win for both players. Look, they won a title. They got their title. But I think Gilbert's checked out since they got the title. I don't think he cares anymore. They got the title. Right. And they're not going to compete for one this year. And I, I am now completely on the boat of, if I'm a Cleveland Cavaliers fan... I'm not trading that pick. I yeah, I agree because if you can go get, because you know the the big college basketball superstar right now is Trey Young, and right now a lot of people have Trey Young in that like five to seven range where the Cavs are picking. If I can keep, if I can get Trey Young, I'm getting Trey Young, and I'm not worried about anything else. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean you're still gonna have Kevin Love uh, signed a contract. I think I think Isaiah Thomas is gone. Um, I don't know. I think he's going to get a deal similar to what Derrick Rose got this season. I mean, we're seeing what he's doing right now, and he's obviously not the same player. And Derrick Rose is better than him right now, let's be honest. Yeah, and that's so sad. Um, but I, I just don't see him I don't see him getting anything more than $5 million next year. I really don't after this performance. And on top of that, going on, on, on the record every night, throwing his team under the bus, and then, of course, these... You know, the ridiculous, you know, players only meeting where he, he threw Kevin Love under the bus. And it, I'm, let me tell you something. If anyone has given his all for this team out of any of these guys that are on there besides LeBron, it's Kevin Love. Absolutely. Like that guy, you know, he knew he, he was, he knew he was resigning into a almost kind of unstable situation, but went ahead and did it anyway because, you know, it's a good career move, obviously, and it was, and it was. You know, he got a title and everything, but you know, I I am one hundred percent against throwing Kevin Love under any kind of bus because he has played very, very well for them. Yeah, for sure, man. I agree with that for a hundred percent. He's you know he's done everything that's been asked of them. He didn't want to play the five. He's playing the five. You know, um, but it's just you know they are at this point they are what they are dude you know like it's not because at first I was on the boat of you know they go through this every January and they put it together and they'll be fine but it's past that it's way no, past that they, they they are they are almost to the brink of no return at this point and the media is I mean between between the Patriots losing the other nights and and the Cavs like that is all sports is talking about right now. The Cavs sucking, and how did the not even the, the the Eagle? Congratulations, Eagles! How did Tom Brady lose? <laughs> He's Tom Brady, right? Yeah, for sure. It's it's awful. Um, I don't know, man. You know, I think that they're going to be aggressive tomorrow. I think they're going to try to make a play on something. I just don't think that anyone's going to be voluntarily excited to go there at this point, unless you're probably. I mean, unless you're you know the twelfth guy on the Magic. And you get to go at least go to the playoffs, but I just I don't see how that they you know would I be shocked, Sean, if they found a way to win the East again this year in the playoffs? Not one bit because only because of number twenty three. But at this point, I fully expect it to be, you know, either Toronto or Boston because those two teams are really freaking good. 
And they're only getting better. Toronto you know, is... And, can you believe this with Toronto? Oh, they, they've been they've been fantastic. I know. They've been fantastic. But they're, they're almost... It's funny. They're like one of those teams who just kind of... You know, they're just consistent... They've been consistently good the last three seasons. You know? And Not like they, this. But yeah, they, they, are, they are playing way above their, their normal play, pay grade. But, you know, I... I don't know. Do you think they make a move tomorrow at all? Maybe kind of shore up some things? I don't know because I think they really like all their young kids that they have playing right now, like, you know, like uh, Pascal and kids like that. Uh, they got it really good right now with how Serge Ibaka is playing. And, you know, obviously you can't talk about the Raptors without talking about DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry, and those two guys are playing awesome too. So I don't th- think they need to, man. Um I think right now, if something happened where the Cavs didn't make the East, I th- I think they could beat Boston in a seven game series. I don't think I won't, wouldn't put money on it, but I could see them doing it, especially with their guard play. Yeah, but I mean, they're not just trying to win the East, though. They're trying to win the title this year. Sean, contender. The NBA Finals will be the Warriors and the Rockets. That's the okay. real finals. I I know, but I mean, I, if you're if you're an NBA team right now who's actually competing for a title who who is as high up in the standings as Boston or uh or Toronto. I mean, I I think you you do everything you can throw all chips in cuz you don't know what's going to happen next year. You know, someone could tear their ACL or whatever. It's like you need to go all chips in. Cavs don't need to do that because I think they're already screwed, but <laughs> and and like you said, I I I would not put it past them to still make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. It'll be a great story when it happens. I I see it less likely, considering they are the 28th worst defensive team in the league right now. I don't know how you change that overnight. I just don't. Yeah, I think the Lakers were like 20th the year the, yeah. when they won the title that year. That's the worst let's, it's ever been. Let's talk about the Lakers. We were going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Um they were the second hottest team in the league since January. That's crazy to me. Uh, they've been without Lonzo for a long time, and they're still winning a lot of games. We know, we know we've talked about it all year. Kuzma has been excellent. Uh, Jordan Clarkson's been awesome. Julius Randle. And those are guys that are potentially could be traded too. But but Ingram, man, he's he's, he's coming he's, of he's, age. He's he's he is he's you know kind of running the game right now for them i know so, i mean he's he's running the the offense for this team and uh he's doing he's doing pretty well i really like brandon ingram i i like everything about that team someone's gonna get traded probably tomorrow and i i still think it's probably i think i think clarkson's gone tomorrow or he's gone on draft day or something they will get him off the books before free agency i think it's julius randall only because they don't want to lose him for nothing and he's this is free agent year it's true. It is true. I could see them both going someplace, though. And, you know, I I don't know. I, I like both those players, but I don't see them in their future. Brooke Lopez has been a bit of a disappointment for them this year, um, which is strange because he had such a great year last year. And I, I just I really thought he was going to mesh well with this team. And he's been hurt a few times. So, I mean, I get it. But um, he has not played up to par for them. I would almost venture to say that Robin Lopez is a more productive center right now. Because, once again, once again, he has mastered the hobo hook shot. The hobo hook shot. Yes. But but Brooke Lopez can shoot. So, I mean, there's that. Um, I don't know. Where would... Now, I, I, I obviously said... Uh, Julius Randle 
down to Orlando. I said that on a few shows down there. What do you think about them trading, trying to get Aaron Gordon? That would be awesome. I mean, I feel like the three would be a little bit, a little bit, uh, crowded with that. But God, just to see him out in LA, it would just be great. But Kuzma's playing so well right now. Yeah, so you can't really do that for yeah, and Ingram's a three, so, I mean, and Aaron Gordon's played a lot of both, so, I mean, he's he's definitely a hybrid. Um, I don't know, man, I, I, I don't know, I, th- I don't, and I don't see them trading Kuzma at this point. No, he's no. Been, he, is, he has been the steal of the draft so far, so, uh, well, him and uh, Donovan Mitchell. I still think five years from now he'll still be better than Lonzo, and I like Lonzo, and I think Lonzo would be a very good NBA point guard, but... Lonzo's been hurt a lot. He that's, has. That's, and that's, that's been very concerning for them and uh you know i think uh i think he needs to get into the the gym this summer and really lock down and and needs to block out the noise he needs to tell his dad to take a hike and he needs to concentrate on on this team next year because the lakers are not going to settle for anything less than great with him the expectations are really, really unrealistically high. Speaking of, what do you think about that uh, report that came out that the Lakers are apparently not going to go after LeBron and Paul George, that they're now shifting to 2019 with Klay Thompson and Kawhi? Um, I think they should still, obviously, if, they're, if they can get meetings from George and LeBron, I think you still do it. I think the young core on this team, with two leaders like that, and possibly another really good veteran on the side they could get, I think would be a lot of fun to watch. Now, is it as good as LeBron going to the Rockets? No. Do I think LeBron's going to be on the Rockets next year? Almost 100%. <laughs> and I think and I think Dwayne Wade's going to follow him, you know, and sign another minimum deal. Yeah, um, I think it'll be either Houston or San Antonio, only because I think he's done with the whole trying to go to a team and bring them from something from nothing because he's done it twice now. Yes. Yeah, and I, he is. He, he, you know, he needs to, and he's in the point in his career where he shouldn't. Right, I agree. You know, I mean, at this point, his goal is, is rings. Yeah. And and he's gotten, he's gotten a lot of criticism for, you know, you know, only winning three out of eight. So he wants, he needs to, he needs to get, you know, if LeBron got two more rings, I think that would be just fantastic for him. And he can do that on the Rockets. Yep. He can do that. However, Chris Paul, got to stay healthy, buddy. Yeah. Well, I mean, apparently Miami's going to come up with a team he's going to meet with. So, you know, there's that. Go back there, play with Drogic and Whiteside, and bam. That'd be fun. Uh, yeah, but who else are you going to get? It's Miami. Get, They'll find a way to get people. They'll find a way. It, LeBron's coming back. You got LeBron, you got Spolstra. Say no I more, fam. I don't, I don't think LeBron's relationship with Pat Riley has been repaired at all. Oh, really? So, like, is what with Dan Gilbert, but he went back? You know what? That was... I. It, but it doesn't benefit his career to go back to Miami. Why not? It his career. It just doesn't. There's nothing down there for him, man. I totally disagree, because if you know if LeBron goes to Miami, someone's coming with. Someone's gonna come with, but... They have, know, a, they have the- a center, a great center that he hasn't had ever. I mean, the Jordan Sogalskis was good, but... He was great in his prime. Great. But he was not in his prime when, uh, you know, when LeBron was right. in his prime in Cleveland. So and LeBron can't go that. to Minnesota and play with Carl Anthony Towns. That's not happening. 
Oh God! But man, look at it! Don't, 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 don't tease me like that. Yeah, I oh. if, I was, if I was Tibbs, I'd be getting rid of Butler. Like, <laughs> like you're, you're gone. You're a bum. <laughs> oh man! Get rid of this contract. But yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I just, I, I really, I think uh, Daryl Morey's gonna make a run for LeBron this year. I, I do think too. They will do they will do anything in their power to clear cap space? And he's, I, I've. The rumor is he's not going to take less than the max right now. Yeah. So, but I can see Sam Presti trying to pull some crazy magic again to get try to get him. No, I don't see him going to OKC. No, I'm not saying he would, but I can see Sam Presti putting his name. He in the should. Hat. I, I, I mean, yeah, he should. But I think I think the most likely scenario that's going to happen, I think, and and while LeBron doesn't want to do anything to help Dan Gilbert, I think a sign-in trade happens where he gets a full contract and the Cavaliers perhaps get Clint Capella and maybe a couple other players, maybe some draft picks later on, just so they don't get completely... They're not held out completely empty-handed because if he does a sign-in trade with Cleveland, he's going to get more money than he would if he just went and signed some Right, yeah. So, I mean... I think it's in their best interest. I mean, if they can get anything, especially Clint Capella in the pro- in his prime, young player, you know, I don't know what kind of deal you give him. Do you give him the max? I hope not, but, you know, he's probably worth something pretty close to that right now in this current climate. So, um, and you get rid of Tristan Thompson. I don't, I don't know. The Cavs, if LeBron leaves, Lou, Tyrone Lou leaves. Uh, There's no way Kevin Love's going to want to stay. No, he'll request a trade, and you know, and that'll happen too. And boy, wouldn't it be fun to see him back in uh, back in Minnesota? Oh my God, that'd be sweet. Oh gosh, it would be so good <laughs> with Butler, Towns, Butler, Wiggins, Wiggins, Teague. Yeah, like, like oh, we, God, we need to have so... this happen now. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, I don't know how you do that, but if you can make that happen, you make it happen. Boycott the Cavs. Let's go. So. He's going. You know what? Now, nah, Caleb. Caleb's going to go play for the Lakes, man. That was his plan years ago. He's going to do it. He's going to force his way onto the Lakes. And you know what? I think they should take him if he does. I agree. You know. So. All right, man. So let's get to uh, last thing before we get to our typical, our usual impress, depress. So, Christos Porzingis, once again, the latest in the injury bug debacle. When does this end? It doesn't. No. It hasn't. It's it's just, this is terrible. Like I just. I don't remember this many people tearing so many things ever. I know. It's nuts. It is so, it's I mean <laughs> I watched that video probably ten times last night of him him landing awkwardly. But the greatest <laughs> the greatest thing though, I don't know if you saw the video, was the reaction of the front office people and the coaches. Yeah. And and they both like kinda of put their, their hand over their mouths and they both look at each other like, Well, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like like they were like, Well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, like, I've never been able to tell so much from someone's looks. I mean, it was so, like, just, like, defeating. They were like, oh, well, if another one goes down, let's go get him off the floor. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I, I, I'm really sad about Przingis because he was playing so well this year. I know. This was this was definitely, I mean, he... And this is, this is not good for a guy his size to have these kind of problems this early in his career either. Uh-huh. Which is why you know. I always said, like, when people ever try to do the Towns versus Porzingis uh, battle, I was like, you can give Porzingis a little bit of an edge, but if he gets hurt, 
Whereas if Talents gets hurt with his body frame, you know, he's going to recover. He's going to be fine. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm worried about Porzingis for sure, but I hope it's not the case because he is phenomenal. All right, man. So, impressing and depressing. I'm going to start in one part place and the only place that matters. You know who was 5-0 since they got Blake Griffin? The Detroit Pistons are 5-0 since they got Blake Griffin. They've gone from being the 10 to the 11th seed in the East to the 9. They are right behind Philly for the 8, which I don't want them to get over Philly. Don't do it, Stan. Don't do it. And then, but Blake Griffin has really been really good there. Him and Drummond have played pretty well together so far. Um... So I'm not 100% buying Pistons stock right now, Sean, but I am digging what they've done since they got Blake. Oh, I completely I, – yeah, this this was this was a great trade. So – and uh, the fact that they're actually getting back into the, the playoff race is, is what ex- – it's exactly what they wanted to do. You know, they got a star player, uh, you know, a little bit probably past his prime at this point. We Could, could we say that? For Blake? Yeah, I just think the injuries have taken away some of his athleticism. So yes, yeah, yeah. I think he's become a better shooter though because he of that. has. So I mean, he's he's you know spacing the floor and everything. I think he's, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's a great fit for them. So I didn't realize, you know, I don't know how happy he is there, but uh, you know, I think uh, I think it's going to work out well. They got him for a few years. So yeah, but one of those years is like thirty-seven million. Well, he's not going to play out the whole contract there. Right. You know, um, I. it is what it is. Yeah. All right, man, what about you? What you got? What's impressing you? Jimmy Butler. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy's been awesome. I he's, love Jimmy. He's good at the basketball. Jimmy, uh, the last, uh, let's just kind of, I'm just going to kind of rattle off since, uh, since last Monday what he's done. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, last Monday they played the Hawks, 24 points, 7 rebounds, and and 3 assists. Then they played Toronto, which they lost. These are both, they lost to Atlanta and lost to Toronto. But, 25 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Play Milwaukee, they won. 28 points, 6 assists, 4 rebounds. They played New Orleans, beat them. 30 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. And tonight, game's not even over yet. 19 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists. He's been on fire. I mean, we knew this was going to be like one of those kind of like like moves that just fits like a glove. Mm-hmm. You know? But I didn't realize it was going to fit this well. I know. And it's been awesome. And it took a little bit to get there because you remember the start of the season, he wasn't really scoring a lot. He was kind of taking no. a step back. But now he has really taken over and been the superstar on the team. And Towns has gotten better with him. And Wiggins has gotten better with him. So, yeah, man, I am I mean, 100% he's, he's with ta- you. He's, he's taken away some shots from Andrew Wiggins, but it's okay. Yes. It's totally okay. And Minnesota is, I mean, what, where are we at here with Minnesota? Let's see here. They're, they're fourth right now. Yep, they're 34 and 22. They've won two in a row, um, and they're eight games behind the Warriors, which, you know, right. is a little bit away. But, I mean, they're only a half game out of the three seed. And they will probably take that three seed. What impressed me the most about them is how good they are against the West. They Yes, yes. They have played very well against the West, especially the Thunder. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they are, like, I, I cannot... I really want to see that series. Yeah. Like, that's the one I really want to see. Everyone's like, oh, no, let's see Thunder Rockets or worse. No, I want to see Thunder and Timberwolves. Because 
it's going to be really good, and the better team is going to come out on top on that one. Exactly. I mean, the Northwest Division really needed this. Yes. Like, really bad, so... Yeah, I'm with you. On the other side, um... Man, all this praise I've been giving the Miami Heat of late and how well they've been playing. They've dropped four in a row. They... I don't... They, I think they're just running through that stretch that every team runs into that... Law, unless you're the Cavaliers, not Law is a law. But I'm not, man. It, I'm not digging the Miami Heat right now, man. I don't know what's happening. I mean, if they want their fans to wear those dumb white shirts during uh, during the playoffs this year, they need to they need to take it up a notch. Yeah, I can't believe the Pacers are, are ranked six right now. That's just incredible to me. I know. I want it because I want the Cavs to get to three. So yes. I can have Cavs Pacers and I can go to a playoff game. Yes, yes, and I will go with you. Okay, to one of those games, I will go to you with you. I will do that. So that that would be very fun. So since I have not went to one NBA game this year, which is weird. And you're still yet to see LeBron play in person, aren't you? I I I've seen him play Papa Shot against a uh, uh, some 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 accountant in our building once. <laughs> so that was that's the only thing I've ever seen him, and he he did lose. He did lose. You know. I, I've I've heard he's won three of those Papa Shot tournaments and then lost the other uh, <laughs> lost the other five to executives. So, <laughs> so what's got you down, Sean? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Spurs. The post Kawhi era, ish. The post Kawhi era, yeah. I don't I don't like what's going on there. They're five and five in the last uh, Kawhi. Kawhi might not even come back this year. Don't say such a horrible thing, Sean. There, I, I know, I don't want to say that, but he's another guy that we haven't been talking about. You know, a guy who's been kind of distant with the front office. I mean, I don't see him getting traded tomorrow or anything. Do you? No. No. Unless it's for LeBron James. No, nope, because God. next year we're going to have LeBlay. It's going to happen. LeBlay. Okay. Nah, I, just, I, want, I want to see him in Houston, man. I do too. I'll, I'll take it's him like, either one of those spots. I think I think LeBron is more loyal to to his friends than he would be Greg Pop- Popovich at this point. Yeah, but uh, you know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But yeah, I, I the, the Spurs are starting to look kind of kind of raggedy right now, and and like I said before, the Timberwolves are right at their heels, mm-hmm. um, and I fully believe that they will they will be the number three seed in the in the East by the time this is all said and done. You mean the West? West, sorry, sorry, sorry. You're good. Yeah, I agree, man. So I think with that being said, we can wrap up this week's edition of 48 Minutes. Be sure to check us out on 48minutes.com. Also check out Court Stormers. Our, I don't know what it is anymore, but some things are some changes are coming there. <laughs> um, but our other show, yeah, our other show. Um, we talk about sports and things. Yeah, where you can actually get all some of our feeds from our press conferences. We've been working in our college basketball games. I was in the. I was at the Xavier Georgetown game last week, so I have a Patrick Ewing press conference on there for you guys. Yes, yes, finally, you got to you got to beat the uh, the number one uh, draft pick, and what was it the nineteen eighty three draft? Way late, no, later than that. Was it no? It was eighty five. He's after Michael, so yeah, he was the year after Michael, so eighty five. Yeah, so yeah, so so you're so tomorrow you're covering the NKU game, mm-hmm. correct? And who are they playing? Um. Uh... Milwaukee, University of Milwaukee. University of Milwaukee. And then I am covering them on Saturday. Yep. And who are they playing that night? They are playing, that's homecoming night, I do know that. Homecoming. Uh, let me get that real quick for you. 
the Norse will be playing against uh, the University of Green Bay. So they just said Green Bay. That's correct. They said their okay. Wisconsin trip. Now the Wisconsin teams are coming here. Okay, cool. So yeah, we will be both. We'll both be covering the NKU games uh, this week. So uh, you know, check our Twitter, Facebook for all that fun stuff. Um, so we'll be doing that, and uh, we'll have some post trade talk next week. That's right, post trade talk right here, everybody. So this is it. Everyone have a great week and enjoy the trades tomorrow. <laughs>